Well, hello, everyone. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Workplace Stress Relief Lab podcast. The podcast. So, yeah, welcome, everyone. We've been, uh, the last couple of weeks, we haven't produced an episode, but now we're back. We're going to dive into control today. Well, last time we were talking about the bars points, we left it at the money. And then we have an intense and deep conversation about money. If we're talking about a deep conversation today, it seems to be deeper than the underground of the center of the earth. (laughs) Well, only because all of us try to control everything all the time, (laughs) mostly ourselves. (laughs) So we have Crystal here as a certified facilitator. She's got way more experience way more knowledge and material that she can share with us today for one of those topics that we think we can understand, we think we can control the understanding of control. <laughs> so, You're it, like, do we have enough content for an episode? I'm like, we have enough content for a year of episodes around control. <laughs> so let's let's dive in. Um, we've been reviewing the access bars points. We got to the point after the um, money. So this is after implant bars. Then we got uh, three points which is money control creativity. Today we're going to talk about control. And I wonder when you're getting your bars run, what is it what is it happening with control in your life? Well, with all the bars when you touch them, it dissipates the limitation basically. So it's like defragging your hard drive. So when it comes to control, this is the point when someone touches it that dissipates all the things you think you're going to get from control. Um, I know for me, I can look over my entire life and look at the moments where I've done control and control shows up as all kinds of things, you know, but I can look at those moments and recognize that I was trying to produce a specific result, a result that I thought was the best thing for me. I had decided at the time. And a lot of times that showed up as controlling, trying to control other people, which if you know anything about that doesn't work controlling myself which really doesn't work because when you control yourself out of existence the person who doesn't get to be is you and the person who misses out on the gift is everybody including you so it's this dissipates all the charge off of what we think we're going to get from trying to control Um, control is sort of what we do instead of being functional in this reality control is actually not functional and there's control shows up there's the symptoms of control are plenteous. There's many, many, many symptoms of control. Um, Reaction is an attempt to control. Uh, Resistance is an attempt to control. Agreement is an attempt to control. Alignment, like I have to agree and align or I can resist and react. Those are my two choices and both of those are control. Thinking is a form of control. Feeling is a form of control. Now, You know, we could go into feeling more in terms of bodies do feel, but what we tend to do is do emotions and feelings instead of awareness and choice. So all of those are our attempt to control either the information that is coming into our world or us in regards to that information or an attempt to create an outcome that we've decided is the only and best thing that can occur. So... Do you get that sometimes control could be created by memory? Like, let me put it 
uh, this question with an example. Um, we live we live at a place where we're full of these self-control behavior. So this is a clear example. Just because today I was waking up at this time, I took this road. Um, after work, I went to workout. I had an amazing night last night. Just because this happened yesterday, it doesn't mean that it necessarily have to repeat today. But I will be myself diving into try to repeat the story so then I can control the result at the end of the day, which is a I'm an amazing night, very sleepy and restful night. And then I find myself in the middle of this day like, damn, oh, I, I wasn't able to pump the car three cars before I started on. So then I'm going to ginseng kind of thing. I didn't make the coffee before I shower. I did it after. So everything has started wrong. Um, I was late at the gym or I forgot my towel. So things are not going to work the same. So I realized in our daily life, we're putting a lot of control. And I also realized that sometimes we try to cope with the memory to repeat everything all over and all over. What I've heard is called automation of things. So do we, we, we cover the memory in access bars, but I also think it's a big part with control. Yeah, it's a good question. I, I would call that rather than memory, I would call it automatic pilot where we find something that works, like you said, for a day or a minute or five minutes or in our relationship, we find something that works. And then we continue, we decide that that's the formula to, some, to it working every time. And then we put ourselves on, uh, it's really unconscious, but we put ourselves on this automatic pilot that where we don't have to be present and actually ask a question and find out what it is today. It's, it's really to take ourselves out of needing to be present. And it's not from a, a, a malicious place, but we're really taught to take ourselves out of presence. You know, like here's the answers to what creates a great day. Make sure you have this by this time and this by this time and do this with your body and have this with your life and then you'll have a happy life. Yeah, let me give you an example right there that I, something just came up very clear for me after you, you talk. I'm in the middle of my day and I suppose by 5 p.m. when I finish work, go to the gym. So I got my gym bag ready. At 4.45 p.m., one of my coworkers come in and say, hey, how sounds if we invite you to plant a tree? And I, I got many options. I could choose anything. But one of the things with control is I could be going into, no, you know what? I'm already committed. I'm going to, I wanted to have a good night and I need the gym and I already pack everything. So no, I'm sorry. No way. Whereas I could also look at the energy of things. Just, just look at what will create that planting a tree. How different could that be? I haven't lived the experience of planting a tree in a very long time. It'll be fun and all those kind of, I could also ask that and choose it. I mean, like, who knows, chances are by you going and spending time with your friends, you're kind of closing relationships with uh, friends. Planting a tree, I think, is one of the most uh, rewarding things in life. Uh, could be very beneficial for you as well, but that's where I notice a lot of trap of controls get you into a automated pilot kind of thing. Yeah, it's all these decisions we make about what it takes to achieve certain results. And that's, that is controlled. Decisions and judgments and computations where we're thinking, thinking, thinking. 
And the conclusions we come to are all of our attempts at creating a predictable reality. But the truth is that we don't live in a predictable reality. In fact, if you look out at nature, especially here in Colombia, my goodness, like there is no control in nature. There is only creation. And you know, none of the plants are trying to control the other plants. They're just doing their thing. And some plants are more aggressive than others and will take over the other plants. And same with the ants and the, the insects and everything. The nature doesn't even know what control is. Nature knows creation. So control had to be invented by somebody at some time. And it's the thing now that we've adopted as, as the way to function. But in truth, it's the thing that renders us non-functional and non-present. Because once you decide something, so let's say you decide that, you know, whatever, you have to go to the gym every night at five in order to sleep. Yes, number one, you can miss out on really fulfilling experiences for sure but also you miss out you're not listening to your body you're not actually asking your body you've decided so you haven't asked your body anything you haven't asked yourself anything what would i like my life to be like would this add to my life would this be rewarding um you've decided that that's what it takes to get a good night's sleep but i've gone to the gym many times at night and not had a good night's sleep so you know it's not that it works 100 percent of the time either and so there's all these things we miss out on. We, we miss out on the, the dynamic nature of living from what we've decided will create a life. And, and so that's, I mean, that's just really, it's just really common. And for the most part, it's how we're taught to live. Yes, it's true. So I can tell you by personal experience that when you start receiving access bars and one of the one of the experiences I remember is that it takes a minute, it does take a moment, but there is another choice that you have to, at certain point, just flip the pancake and say, what the heck, whatever. Let's, let's I mean, like, it's, it's not the end of the world. There's always another day. Let's see what, what's going on today. Let's, let's choose something different. Let's stop being so, it's, it's like it's like a power to stop being so rigid in that the decision you made in the morning and needs to remain until the end of the day and add more there is a flexibility with yourself allowing you to actually make changes and don't feel so guilty at the end of the day for those changes well i think we have to look at where the structure and the guilt kind of came from like did we come in as babies with all this structure you know, as babies and as kids, we came in just exploring everything. And we had to learn structure. We had to learn to feel guilty for doing or not doing things. And we learned from religion, we learned from our culture, we learned from our parents uh, the right way to do things. And is that wrong? No. But is in nature, is there a right and wrong way? Or in nature, is there a creation? So right and wrong, again, is this invented structure to keep us under control. And you could really look back in history, even over church history, and find the origins of that very clearly. Um, when you look back into uh, Aboriginal and native cultures, that concept of right and wrong isn't necessarily there. It's really more of like what works, what flows with the earth, what allows us to function as a group, as a, a superorganism. They're functioning from a totally different question where this really dynamic right and wrong came from was religion originally. And religion taught us that there was a right way and an only way, 
and there was a wrong way. And if you do the wrong way, you will be punished. So that's sort of been ingrained into our psychology as the way it is, as the, and so we function from it as if it's the way it is, when in truth, it's the way we learned. It's the way that's been imposed on us, you know, and has impacted us in all these ways. So if you extrapolate that out to stress and overwhelm and burnout, you can only be stressed and burnt out if you have decided that there's a right way and an only way and you are underachieving. If you don't even have that as a control in your universe, if you don't have that structure in place, stress and burnout are a non-reality because there's, you're just choosing. You, you know, if you really look at what would a world without expectation, projection, decisions, rightness and wrongness be like, from some people's point of view, it would be havoc. But if, but it, if we look at nature again, is it havoc or is it this thrilling amount of creation? So somewhere along the lines, you know, thousands of years ago, we bought into a system that's not truly working for us. And it's this structure of right and wrong and good and bad. And we are putting ourselves at the effect of this structure constantly daily. And so what running this bar does is it starts dissipating the need to function from that program, um, you know, every time you get your bars run. And you do, you wake up from bars and you, you feel lighter and more clear because there's not as much or if any at that moment of that program running anymore. And that's where you, the being, get to play. Well, let's put it this way, Fox. If you have not received bars ever before, one of the things that will may start happening, because it, it, it works different for every single person, and, and doesn't mean that results needs to repeat, but some of the experiences you could be going through is, imagine that every day you wake up with a new choice, a new possibility. It's like if you were a horse with your eyes totally uh, blind and then next day you have one eye fully open and then the next day you have the other one and then at some point you will be looking at how much how many choices do you have actually today to choose from that's sort of like I, can, I could describe the removing the significance and the structure of control that needs to be on your life all the time that it needs to be controlled from the moment you wake up and even before. That could be one of the reasons sleeping is not so easy. <laughs> yeah, well, and it also takes an immense amount of energy to hold that structure in place. And most of us don't even know we're doing it. But the, again, the symptoms of control are varied and they're mostly in the hard on you spectrum, right? Stress, overwhelm, burnout, reaction, um, depression, like basically ev all the symptoms on kind of the negative side of the spectrum of living are a symptom of control and trying to maintain a structure that you can't, you can't, you weren't designed to maintain structures. We were designed to be creative, dynamic, present beings. And if you're not sure about that, look at the way babies are and kids are until a certain age when they learn, they have to learn right and wrong, they have to learn. And there are ways of functioning in this reality that work better than others. But for most of us, we're taught that it's not about working better, it's about right and wrong. Which means for the most part, we're wrong until we learn how to be right. And then we're trying to maintain that rightness our whole entire life. And that is devastating to our psychology, to our bodies, and to our beings. It seems like an unachievable It is unachievable. Target. Yeah, like every day 
See, have you ever had that like at work where like you, you do your best every day, but it's never enough. It's never right. There's always something and it's frustrating. Yeah. So what this starts to do, and this is just the beginning, but it's an awesome beginning, is dissipate the need to have to maintain that structure. And I think there's this really weird point of view that if we didn't have the structure of right and wrong, we'd all go around stabbing each other's eyes out. But Hey, I want I want to ask you something about yeah. that, and I notice and I notice in in a community many communities that some some folks that misconception have a misconception about out of control, and I know I've experienced out of control. It could be it could be scary, because the first thing that comes to my mind from rightness is uh, drunk. Mm-hmm. It's like when you see a person drunk out of their mind is they're out of the mind and it's true there does not the out of control we're talking about and we're looking for we're talking about the some different out of control that is not that do you yeah well so so what is the difference between being out of control and uncontrolled so it's really we're talking when you're what your example is about being uncontrolled and that's drunk and disorderly like that's a person who is uncontrolled raging again that's that's a whole other conversation to me to me is that person at work that you ask like hey uh, how is this going oh whatever life is easy i don't want to know that that to me is uncontrolled that to me is is, yeah yeah well there's no presence there's no choice there's no yeah so there's a lot of different forms of uncontrolled out of control is just not being at the effect of anything and if, if you put that into a work context it's like if you have a boss who's doing a lot of control, there are like the micromanagers of the world or and or a team above you that has a lot of expectations and projections, you are able to go through your day and recognize that that's there, but not be at the effect of it. It doesn't change your mood. It doesn't change your day. It doesn't change how you feel about you. Um, that's being out of control. That's having access to the power that you are. I was about to ask you if there was a tool that we could suggest to all these people today that are in the middle of upper management and teams, but I just remember we're talking about access bars. Yeah, well, access bars (laughs) is absolutely the tool. And there are verbal tools. I, you know, there's so many different processes and tools in access consciousness. There's a a big one that I'm kind of looking at here, but I think I would start really simply and go, you know, look at, am I, am I putting myself at the effect of what these other people are projecting at me? You know, am I, and, and you know, when you're putting yourself at the effect of something, when you are off your own rails, right? Like when what's just occurred has derailed you, you're reacting, you're upset, you're depressed, you're sad. You've just been derailed by the thing you've put yourself at the effect of. So am I doing this? And if I am, what would it take to choose something else, you know, to not be at the effect? If they could have their reality and I could have mine, what would I be aware of and what would I choose? Yeah. And guys, listen, it's okay. You can you can bite. You can jump into the hole and oh yeah i do it be at the effect of someone else and feel beaten and guilty and it you get go back home feeling like um nothing like less than zero and you could affect your family as well 
but there is some, always going to be a choice. My recommendation is if you have someone, run your bars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's really that thing where we cannot control the people around us. We can't. We can't even really truly control ourselves, although a lot of us have put a lot of energy into controlling ourselves, our image. Um, control is actually a myth, but it is something we put a lot of energy to to attempt things. So um, bars begins to give you the space to be you and to be creative. You know, although you can't control other people, you can learn to be creative in your communication and that access the access you have to that creativity is gone when you go into control so you know what would it take to gift yourself and gift your body a a technique that very easily renders you more functional well that actually we are working to make that happen in a very easy way here in cali colombia and soon we will know where is next uh, so for now I do want to thank everyone for being present today to listen to this uh, access bars control conversation and I want to thank you Crystal for the deep conversation about control you're welcome what else is possible that we haven't considered until next time bye